Good morning, and welcome to Stories Don't End with your host, Vaplord3000 and Cowboy Daniel. Today we have a special guest, Jessica Moore, also known as my sister. <laughs> hey, Jess, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, well, to start, I am a 30-year-old female, uh, married, child-free, uh, currently going back to school in August, uh, working as a clerk for the state of North Carolina, and I teach pure bar to half the city of Greensboro. So that's like, that's like, what's pure bar? Is that like yeah? I was gonna. I didn't, I didn't know if I was allowed to ask that question. What is a pure <laughs> bar? <laughs> uh, it is not pole dancing, since that's the next question everyone wants to ask. Uh, it is essentially a group fitness class centered around um, the ballet bar. Um, focusing on tiny movements, uh, lengthening muscles. Um, it, it does tend to cater to women um, because men are intimidated. Fascist pigs. Uh, that, yes, that was... That's nice. the second part. <laughs> cool. How did you get started in that, by the way? Uh, if you're a bar? Yeah. <laughs> I know that's not what we're here to talk about today, but I, uh, I had no idea what that's what this was. I thought this was you went to yoga class today. No, did you not see the part of my bio where I said teaching group fitness classes? Group fitness classes. It I is. thought that meant yoga. Uh, so. No, um, there are elements of yoga in there. Uh, no, I started going to Pure Bar. Let's see, January 2017 in High Point. Um, made the switch over to Greensboro in the I guess summer, uh, fall of. September and then in November, December, they asked if I wanted to be a teacher. I said yes, went to the training, um, and I was officially a teacher in February. Where did it go? Fine. Yeah. It's not as easy as um, I thought. Huh. I see here from your bio, you've also got something else coming up in the fall. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, MFA? Uh, yes, I am returning to school finally after a long, tumultuous uh, five years. Um, I will be attending Arcadia University. It is in Philadelphia. How did you find out about Arcadia? Uh, so um, part of, since I have like a regular job and I can't afford to just quit it and go back to, you know, big girl school, um, I was doing a search for low residency programs, which is school essentially for people who have lives and jobs and um, are doing exactly what I'm doing. Um, but this program popped up and the I guess most attractive feature is that they have a residency in Scotland oh, as far nice. as their um their second year. So um, yeah, that was they're on my list, and, and Warren Wilson was on my list, and I was looking at Queens, and uh, just happened to get to Arcadia. So kind of oh, nice. everything fell that's into place, stars aligned. That's pretty cool. Where where at in Scotland was it at? Uh, Edinburgh. They have got a um, uh, da, da, not an institution, but uh, they've got a, a campus there. Nice. That's a nice city. Yeah, I've been there once. Well, maybe it'd be twice when you come with me next summer. Yeah, we have to Put go out again. to the uh, the Elephant Room, I think it's called, and, and write some poetry. That's where uh, J.K. Rowling wrote the uh, some of the Harry Potter books. <laughs> well, what you're here today to do is, I guess, to uh, read some of your poetry. That's what you're like, your specialty, right? And uh, I mean, one of your the many major. specialties I have. <laughs> So uh, let's get started, I guess, with uh, your first poem today. All right. Is there any uh, special order you would like me to choose? It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> whatever order you, of the whatever you want to start maybe. out with. 
All right, uh, we'll start with Cleve. Am I go? Yeah, you get to Cleve. It all starts with a low sling in your hip. As it rests against the counter, I follow your hand with my eyes. Slight half moon cuts from a knife as it encouples garlic from its bulb. Why is it always raining on days like these? Why wasn't it yesterday when everything was right? And why do you ask without bothering to look up from the cutting board? Am I happy with our life? So when, when no, was this? See, I, I like that one a lot, actually. I really no. like that one a lot. Like when when was when was this written? Yeah, what year? <laughs> what year? Uh, circa probably 2014, honestly. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's an older one. I What's like this one a lot though? Like without yeah. like, I mean, I guess I don't know if you want to get too deep into it, like if it's got like a real personal meaning, but like what's What's the kind of like, what, what was the inspiration from this one? <laughs> uh, yeah, so well, I'll pause for an aside here. I just had a conversation with someone yesterday about how people often confuse the writer with the speaker, and they start wanting to um, you know, project these, these feelings that they're reading about onto the person, which is fine, uh, because let's be honest, it's basically, you know, you write what you know. Um, inspiration for this, honestly, um, it really did start with a conversation in the kitchen <laughs> and it really was raining. And, um, you know, there really was someone cutting garlic. Um, and I don't chop garlic, so it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, no, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I don't know that I would talk about inspiration. <laughs> um, I, um, my favorite poets, William Carlos Williams, um, had this saying that wasn't his, but he would often say, um, no ideas, but in things. And the idea behind it was to, um, you know, take inspiration from the, the basic concrete small objects in our life instead of talking about like abstractions like love and destiny and fate, you know, talk about like things like chopping garlic in a kitchen yeah. and like what the bigger picture of it, like what it means. So yeah. did he write the, uh, the red wheelbarrow? Yes, he did. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I thought he wrote that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like this. This is a pretty good poem. Like I like it. It's kind of it's very uh, simple, but it has like it sounds like it's kind of written from like like it's just I don't know. It's like written from I guess like an emotional standpoint or whatever. Like just what's like like our, the last part. Am I happy with our life? You know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of reflecting on your life and looking back. And I feel like it's kind of like just thinking about like. Are we happy? You know, yeah. I don't know. I really like the part where it says, uh, "Why is it only, always raining on days like these?" It's because it seems like, I don't know, like when you're when you're in like a couple relationship or whatever, and you, and you don't always have the same schedules, and then like you kind of only you get like limited amount of time where it's just like you and this other person, and then something bad happens, or or you make something bad happen to to ruin the to ruin like these these limited times that you have together and, and I think it's that's like, just you man. Think, no, 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 it is. No, I'm, I'm actually I'm, laughing because it's so kidding. funny you say that. I remember this the day I yeah, wrote this I mean, and it, this day and it you're actually it, it was like pouring rain. I was I was irritated yeah. because it was my day off. Right. Exactly. And I couldn't and it was just like but yeah. but also with the deeper meaning like the fact that you know, it's it seems like there's there's something tumultuous going on here. There's you know maybe an argument or something, mm-hmm. and 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 it always like why is it always like dep- you know why is the weather always you know reflect our mood? Yeah. You know why exactly. can't it be you know uplifting and sunny like yeah. this? I feel like yeah. you know maybe you're less likely to argue on a day where the weather's nice. Right. 
Yeah, that's kind of funny. I mean, no, I mean, no uh, like seriously. Like, Steve's not a relationship. He doesn't know. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm talking about like. No, I'm saying it's, it's kind of funny. It's just like that's how it goes, though. It's like you, you'll be like missing another person, or, or just can't wait to like spend time with them. But then you get together with them, and then like something, something's off. Like it's yeah, it's something like act of God, like weather or mm-hmm. or or something else like gets messed up or it's yourself or like your your personal emotions or, or their emotions or like their actions yeah. or your actions and it's just that's just extremely frustrating i guess like especially in in like today's time when when you don't well i guess i mean always and all the time like you don't always have like you don't have that much time really to to just spend with another person so yeah. maybe like your trip to LA with Steven, you had so much limited time together and you hadn't seen each other in a while. Yeah. You just, you guys fought all the time. Fought the whole time. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, we didn't fight, we didn't fight the whole time, but like, nah, I mean, that's definitely me though. Like, I'm just like a, a conflict oriented <laughs> person. Like, I'm we'll just, have to, we're not have to I don't get know. into that. No. You're like, yeah. things are going well. How can I? Yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't like this. I need, I need something. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like, haven't seen Steven no. in a long time. But I'm not going to see him for another long time. Well, we back, haven't, back we haven't had a, we haven't had a falling out yet. So like, <laughs> yeah. Why does, why does it have to rain on days like this? Because Daniel makes it rain. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I just yeah. And then also like the the last part of this, we're we're just talking about this this imagery of like uh, like at a cutting board and like cutting something, and you're like you're so like dedicated or just involved in the task that you're doing that you you kind of like ignoring the person that you're kind of doing it for or with or whatever like that. I don't know that I like that a lot the imagery there well thank you yeah i mean even going back to the the whole weather the weather thing like i've i've seen that happen too before like i remember i was out here when the uh, eclipse was happening and i wanted to watch the eclipse and i just got off work it was like early in the morning and it never rains in vegas but that day it rained in vegas and i couldn't see the eclipse man and i was just kind of thinking like why and it's just it's so annoying. And even like, and then also when my parents were here, like we were in the, uh, at Red Rocks and it's, and I was trying to show, I was showing Red Rocks. It's a really beautiful place. Jess has been there and, and it's raining and the clouds are all over the place. I'm like, you can't even see the hills or anything. And that just really ticked me off. But then there was also like, I kind of learned a little lesson from it too, like, since it rained, there was a bunch of waterfalls and stuff there. And like me and my father went out and walked to the waterfall and just cause it was like, it was the waterfall was caused by the rain, but like, it was actually really super cool. And there was like all these like creeks and stuff. And then after I went to the waterfall, I kind of started feeling better. Like that was kind of cool, I guess, you know, it wouldn't have happened without the rain, you know, sometimes, sometimes, I mean, yeah, we complain about the weather, but sometimes you need the rain, you know, <laughs> to show you how good the sun is. Ooh, mic drop. We should just end there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was a good. That was some good poem. That was some good poetry. <laughs> you're in the what? you're in the po- you're in the poem zone. In the poem <laughs> zone. Uh, well, I think what I do like about poetry. Sorry, I'm gonna steal the show for a second. Um, yeah. is that it does it? It perpetuates this conversation. You know, um. And, you know, when I wrote the poem, it wasn't even necessarily about the weather. Um, it was about, you know, something else. But I do like that everyone has their own interpretation or, you know, you can pick up on one word and it kind of, you know, tangents off into these other conversations and other ideas. And before you know it, you know, you're telling the story about how it never rains in Vegas, which is like an awesome line. 
right there in itself. Um, and then you talk about how, you know, you appreciated waterfalls and stuff. And, you know, when you think of Vegas or the desert, you don't think of waterfalls. So there's this whole, like, juxtaposition of water and dry sand that you can work with. And before you know it, you've got, like, another poem, which is, like, another conversation. And it just keeps, mm. like, you know, oh, my God, the energies. You know what I mean? The energies. Oh <laughs> exactly. That was a shout-out to Dala. <laughs> so actually, uh, this, uh, what's his name was the original uh, Parsons. That was his theory, but we kind of just took it, Sorry, took it and ran with it. He actually, uh, Sorry, what he took that from was from the book. Uh, you've you probably read it. Um, God, what's that book? The Al- Alchemist. Oh yeah, Daniel and I wrote that book. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Jessica gave, yeah, Jessica gave me that book uh, when when I departed on my journey. I did. Yeah, she wrote some really <laughs> nice things in there. Yeah, it's a, and and um, I took that book with me on my trip because I was gonna read it multiple times, but <laughs> multiple my times. but yeah. you never read it. <laughs> but no, I read it and like soon as soon as I got to New York City, my my bag was way too heavy and I, I couldn't couldn't like walk around with with this bag. And I was like, what can I get rid of? And I was like... The, the two-ounce book. <laughs> the two-ounce book. But what I did was I sat in the park. <laughs> I sat in the park and I read that book like as fast as I could before the post office closed so that I could, could uh, package it up and mail it home. Oh, my gosh. There's yeah. another poem right there. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I read The Alchemist like at the beginning of my journey instead of like throughout my journey. And like it would it would have meant so much more if I would have read it as I was traveling instead of just like, dude, what's this deal with this kid? It's blah blah blah. It's like oh, I don't know. It's like he's got a dumb blah blah. blah. Like yeah. I need to go back and reread it. I still have the book. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, I read it. I read it back. I forgot when it was, but Parsons was the my friend Parsons was the guy that gave it to me. But that's where he kind of he kind of took that whole inspiration of like like the energies or whatever, and like just right. how things. Things just like sometimes the stars just align, you know, and everything just works out. <laughs> yeah, they they really do. And Especially I mean, on the road. I've always kind of, I always kind of thought it's kind of like, it kind of sounds like a dumb saying, but it's mm-hmm. always like, if it doesn't work out, it'll work out. <laughs> like yeah. it always works out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Either, I, either you, you you live or you die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of adopted the mantra like um, it just works chill, out. If you chill out, it works out too. <laughs> like try to keep a cool head. Like I don't. I I never. I rarely actually live by that. But, but I think it's how's it working out for you? <laughs> but, I've uh, done yeah, it once. You, maybe maybe once. I've done it once. I've, I've done it maybe like one time, and like it was. But it worked it out, like didn't a, it? Like the most recent time, like when Stephen lost his phone in L.A. Like I was just like, don't freak out. This is gonna be okay. Like. Sounds like a really good actually, story. like, I was, I was, I was pretty calm with that. Actually, you were, man. you like, were pretty calm. I was proud like, of you for that too, because like, I, I thought I was I mean, going to see I, end I've of the road trip 2011, Stephen. <laughs> <Judy. laughs> I've done it. I've I've done that before in yeah. Barcelona, and that time, like, I was, I was kind of really heated at the time. But I mean, I was still mad, but I was not mad at you or anybody. I was just really mad at myself because it was so stupid. Because I put it, I put it in my lap. And I told myself, I was like, grab your phone before yeah. you before you get out of the cab or the Uber. And then, like, I got out real fast, and I, like, touched my pockets. I always yeah. do, like, the pocket test, and I was like, crap. Yeah. So I was just really irritated with myself because it was, it was a dumb move. It's okay. It worked out, though. Yeah. Did you get his phone back? Does. Yeah, we did get his phone back. <clears throat> yeah, what was his name? Uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Henry. 
Henry, yeah, dude. Henry from yeah, El Salvador. Henry from, from yeah, Salvador. From El Salvador. Murder, ca- murder capital of the world came nice. through, man. Yeah, he came through, man. <laughs> Good guy, dude. I, I blessed him. I gave him, I gave him some, uh, some cash money, and I gave him a five star rating. <laughs> he blessed his life, man. Yeah. yeah Jessica, well, Jessica, did you want to read another one? Maybe the. Um, I can. Did you? Uh, See. Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't. I can't sorry. scroll down the document. <laughs> I don't yeah, let's jump into another one. Maybe the, the years of faking it. It's within the same thematic scheme, so uh, we can stay on that or we can switch it up. Is there another one? There was one about, like, shelves that are, like... like oh, that was a self-portrait. <laughs> a self-portrait? I was told one? that was uh, very uh, self-absorbed. Which one was I that? I think that's right. This one right here. This yeah, right that's here. the longest one. Longest one? But I can kind of... Um, we, we, can, we can do that one. We can talk about it. Can we do that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know how to scroll on this? Um, just you, you, you don't actually use the errors, do you? No, nah, you can just use the like errors. I hate. I'm sorry. Um, I hate Mac. Um, I hope that's not a, an advertiser or a sponsor for this show. Cause that's I another one of our sponsors. We're sorry, Steve Jobs. You did not mean it. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, and I don't know why it's split like that. Because I definitely had it on a different page, but I'm just like, yeah, oh yeah. Where's the that handy dandy? Believe it or not, I'm going back to school uh, with a in a program no, that's highly technologically advanced. No, it's okay. <laughs> my uh, my mom's going back to school, and they're um, <coughs> she's, she's going for her master's in forensic biology. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because she wants to be like a uh, a special victims unit yeah, yeah, nurse yeah. or that's whatever. That's really cool. I so she wants to do that. It's like been her dream since she started going back to school. And she said she's been uploading YouTube videos. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, like for herself? Or? Yeah, like she has to record speeches. And then she's like, I don't know why, but they make me upload them to YouTube and then share the link or something. I'm like, it seems like they would use like like Canvas or Blackboard yeah. or Moodle or whatever. Mm. Just upload it directly <laughs> there. But she has to put them on YouTube. I think so I was like, I was like, she's wow. someone's pulling her leg. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm just impressed. She's like uploading I, videos to YouTube. I was going to say, yeah. That's pretty cool. Defeating itself. Yeah. All right, um, I'll read this. This is kind of a long one. Sorry to pick this no, one. No, no, no. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's what it is. I mean, I wrote it, so. <laughs> uh, I will, well, I'll, 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 I'll speak it after later. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Uh, self-portrait. My eyes hold a sunburst, yellow-orange, mirrored on algae water. My shadow is an eight of an eggplant, dark purple against the midday heat. I am the runner's hurdle, throwing myself at everything because I know no other way. When we're together, I am an old cello, low and earthy, and you are home. I have forgotten that in my freest moments, I am the awkward kudu, rarely seen and horned-headed. I am the number seven for the things I feel, love, hate, lust, fear, jealousy, empathy, and amazement. I have lived like a bookcase, floor to ceiling, built squarely into the wall. My shelves hold my grudges, my loves, my dreams. I will be like the old piano on the back porch, faithful when you are not, easy to pick out a tune on, teaching others to play by ear. I hope I can live like the mountain town we know is our place. Banjo and mandolin echo across the valley. Honey and ale soak the air. I ache for the autumn sunset, the familiar smell of sun-cracked leaves, grazing cheekbones, pant legs on a ginger snap wind. I want to be the weeping willow, letting my hair down, a place to hide. I will not be a failure, her spineless body sidling up to me, easy to pity, begging me to take her own. I will be the words that hide behind my eyes. Repeat after me. Not anymore. I won't run away. Not anymore. 
Um, no, there's this poem. This is book I read. Um, it's actually called Poem Crazy, <laughs> by um, I can't even tell you who wrote it. Now I'm embarrassed. Um, but she she would assign these people just different assignments, and one of them was to um, write something about yourself, which is again kind of self-absorbed, but um, but use different just imagery. And so I was actually at this lake house. Uh, shout out to Stephen Harold. Um, <laughs> and uh, just these different images came up to me, um, and I was trying to use images that you know might not you know come right away. So kind of like a third impulse image, um, as far as you know how I saw myself. So there you have it. Yeah, I like. <clears throat> so I'm looking at the part that says like, what do you, what do you actually mean by like, I am the number seven for the things I feel like. Is uh, was that just you counting like the love, hate, lust, fear, jealousy, empathy, and amazement? Like, is is there it's something the significant sense. with seven? Is it deadly sins? Is it <laughs> um, you know, there, there's a lot of um, I don't know meanings to the number seven. I mean, it is the number of completion. It, it is the number of um, you know they say it's yeah. God's favorite number. <clears throat> Um, but when I thought about, you know, our, our morals or our values or, or just emotions that, you know, encapsulated me, like, you know, we can break it down. We could easily come up with 30 things we feel or we like, but for me personally, you know, at the base people, you know, everyone, everyone is comprised of these emotions, you know, loving, hating, lusting, fearing, jealousy, empathy. And, and I ended with amazement because, um, there's a line from a, um, Oh my gosh! Um, another poem that I like that talks about um, always wanting when, when life is over. I want it to be said about me that I was a bride married to amazement. Mary Oliver, there's a poet. Um, but that's always been my favorite line because I never want to not be amazed by something. I always want to have the eagerness and innocence of a child. And um, yeah, so that's kind of where I was going so about. I like I like I don't know. I've always like I, that really stood out to me because I've always. <clears throat> I've always looked at, I don't know, the significance of, like, numbers and stuff, and I think it's kind of mm-hmm. come from, uh, it's kind of come from our father, like, when, like, dad used to talk, when he used to preach or whatever, he would, uh, he'd kind of get into, like, he'd talk about numbers or whatever, and, like, the significance of, like, what these right. numbers mean, like, seven, like, completion, or, like, f- like, four is, like, 40 is, like, a testing period or whatever mm-hmm. in, in the Bible or whatever, and that's just always really stood out to me, and, and, uh, I don't know, the number seven's always since like it was like yeah, it's considered like God's favorite number or whatever and and all that. But also it's like it's kinda of funny, like when uh it's also stood out to me in just a st- really stupid way too. Um when I went to when I first got over to Germany, um, I kept on hearing this word on like the radio, like and the the Germans were saying it and it just really stood out to me because it was just it sounded so funny. Mm-hmm. But it was uh it was Zeben. Which is mm-hmm. means seven in German, so I just thought it, was, it sounded like a funny word. So it kind of became a joke between me and my friends over there. Like, if we we don't we didn't speak German, so like when uh, when Germans would like speak to us in German or something, we would just kind of say like, you know, just rattle off something like Scheiße, something something Zeben, and <laughs> they'd just be so confused. So we kind of made like a point just to say like we would kind of like just like when we see people would just be like Zeben. And they, it really confused them. And I don't know, I think there's kind of an art to confusion. Like, I feel like if you can confuse someone, 
you can you, uh, you kind of have the upper hand for a slight moment, and then the, but then after that they just think you they just think you're stupid, and yeah, and that's how that's so yeah I'm probably just really dumb, but I don't know that just that was funny that was kind of our thing we're just like Zeban. I think it also no. funny that it sounds like the name Stephen. Yeah, yeah, and it was just it just kind of stood out to me, but also like once I started thinking about it too. Like, I was just like, yeah, like, seven's always kind of, like, or the numbers, I've always yeah. kind of, after that, I kind of thought of it, like, oh, you know, it's, it's the number seven, let's say, I don't know, I found, mm-hmm. it's the energies, you know? It's more that's energies, I, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Parsons. <laughs> do, do numbers make you think of your siblings, like, as in the order they were born? Um, yes and no. I like, think more about the... I do think about the order of siblings yeah. and how it affects our relationships and how it yeah. affects the choices they make. Like, and like certain numbers make me think of certain siblings yeah. and stuff. Like, hmm. Yeah. Like just knowing that like someone's like the third one born, like when I see the number three. Is, oh, I definitely like, you know think of the third one born when I see yeah. the number three. I'm like, well, oh, yeah. I don't know why Middle child syndrome. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, the third one born. Oh, that's my sister. <laughs> I just think of that. Or just like when I see number two, I think of myself. I don't know, because I was the second one. No, no, no. Sounds like it's some weird. insecurity you got going on yeah, there. You should I think number know. one. <laughs> I always like yeah, to think of me as number one, you know, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, I don't know. That's just numbers. Numbers are weird like that. Crazy. But uh, the part of this poem that I really liked a lot was the sh- uh, My shelves hold my grudges, my loves, and my dreams. Kind of wish I hadn't put the word dreams in there, but oh, there really? it is. So. Well, because well, well, like dreams are kitsch. Uh, yeah, like I guess dreams and loves is kind of like. Um, yeah. But I, but I am. I'm a very nostalgic person. I'm yeah. also very. Um, I, I, I'm like an elephant. I don't, yeah. I don't forget. Yeah. Are you a grudge person? I, I do. Yes. Like um, I'm, a, I'm a very grudge person. And we and do. Like, I don't um, know what to do about that. <laughs> No, I. I'm <laughs> I need to talk to someone about that. <laughs> no, yeah. I've often said uh, that my grudges are like my children. Yeah. Um, I nourish them. I raise them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I keep them close to me. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe it's it's a reason why I write because um, mm-hmm. I hold it all in and then just yeah. put it out there. Um, yeah. But it's probably no laughing matter. I probably shouldn't <coughs> say it proudly no, that no, I have no, grudges. <laughs> no, I don't. No, it's it's kind of like poison. It's kind of like, yeah. like I've poison. heard that I've heard that said before oh, about yeah. grudges. It's yeah. like. The grudges are like um, like poison that you never give to your enemy, but you just keep it in yourself, right. <laughs> and you just kill yourself with it. <laughs> so it's like that. Um, but I don't know. I, I like how you got like dreams in there, and then and then it's this imagery of like the shelves, and like the idea that you like put your dreams on the shelf, you know? Yeah, and, and then I think that's is why I use it at this yeah, time. Um, yeah. I, I, again, I remember like specific, like. I, I would I would go to the lake house to mm-hmm. work on my manuscript and stuff and um, it was like every time I would leave I would I would feel like I was leaving with some good stuff but right. at the same time like you know there was this whole sense of kind of um I really wanted to go back to, to grad school as yeah. soon as I graduated yeah. and I knew that when I paused for a year I, I wasn't going back soon I just I just knew yeah. I was like it'll be a yeah. while and so I yeah up until up until February of this year I do feel like I shelved a lot of dreams and yeah. what I wanted to do yeah. I just noticed the uh, I would be like the old piano on the back porch. Yeah, <laughs> I was hoping someone in my family would yeah, get did, that. <laughs> did y'all have an old piano on your back porch? Yes. It is. <laughs> it sat there for probably like we got. I think it was. I don't know whose idea it was. 
It was someone's idea. Right? Like, like, we don't need this piano anymore. Let's not throw away this antique piano, but let's put it on the back porch. And it's not as romantic as it sounds. actually kind of redneck, but... (laughs) (laughs) Was it it just outside? Like, in the elements? In in the elements. It was a beautiful piano, and I don't... I I actually can't talk about it. It's very emotional and very (laughs) tragic. (laughs) They just put it on the back porch and... Did you learn how to play the Yes, I would practice. I mean, it was... I, again, I'm like Steve. I don't know whose idea it was. And again, why not just put it out of its misery, you know, yeah. or give it to someone else who needs it? Yeah. No, I mean, it was it was super old and it was kind of out of tune and it was everything. But still, I mean, it it could still play like some of the keys. I think maybe one or two of the keys were it dead. Sounds like a horror movie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little girl like sitting on the back porch playing. Like, but there was uh, always like it was piano. like it was like in our our house. There's always it was kind of like. There was always this, like, hey, we're gonna give this away, or we're gonna um, we're gonna do something with this, and we're gonna start this project, but then it just goes out on the back porch, and then it dies. Yes, uh, very symbolic. Yes. So, <laughs> no, again, no, a whole other poem right there. Uh, yeah, I mean that that was kind of you know what I was, I don't know, going for. I, I yeah. no one would probably get the imagery except someone in my family, but um, yeah. I, I remember. Came Brandon actually, Brandon actually took a picture yeah. of it. Like he when Brandon, that's the p- yeah beautiful. Brandon, picture. Brandon was in like, Brandon was uh, that's when he got into like photography or whatever, and he was like doing thirty five millimeter or whatever, and he took a picture of like the keys, and it was just it had all these like it was during the fall, so it had all these colorful leaves on the keys, and like he took a picture of like like down like a down shot of it or whatever, like down the keys. Right, it's kind of like a side view. It's kind of cool looking picture. It was beautiful. I need to find it. I think I have it somewhere. Yeah. You put it up on White Blaze. White Blaze. Blase, Blase. One of our biggest sponsors of the show. Just shout out to White Blaze real quick. <laughs> oh, I also I, in this uh, this work here, is this? Are you talking about Floyd? Virginia? Is, is that Floyd in there? Yes, that, yeah. that is Floyd, Virginia. You talk about the, the mountain town we know is our place. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I really like that, um, the, where does it, it says, the honey and ale soak and soak the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I, a lot of good imagery there. You know, there's just like a certain smell about places and a feel, and sometimes it isn't necessarily the actual honey and the ale, although I do partake in both of those when I go right. there, but it's the idea behind those two right. words, you know, exactly. yeah, you just, it's a, a good taste. Yeah, like, I mean, there's there's obviously not ale soak in the air, but the, the, uh, you, the, could, you, have enough, you have enough of it. <laughs> possibly, <laughs> but it just yeah, it evokes the, the environment. Yes. I've forgotten yeah. that you have been to Floyd. Even. Yeah, yeah, we've been to Floyd a couple times. I love Floyd. Steven's been to Floyd. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to think that I was your first visit to Floyd. Yeah, I think so. Mm. That's, I mean, that's how I found out about the place was through you guys. It's a great place. It we actually talked. Place. We actually talked to a, a girl the last week. Uh, crazy yeah. thing we actually talked about in the last podcast. Yeah. There was a girl yeah. we met. We went to like Laurel Canyon. This uh-huh. like the Laurel Canyon Country Store. Country yeah. Store. It's like yeah, which Father John Misty refers to in a song. And yeah. like he like met his wife. Daniel. There, so. Daniel's such a fa- he's Daniel's such a fangirl of like Father yeah, John F J M. Like he's just like an older brother to me. Like he just kind of represents all the things. Like I don't know. He's just repressed upbringing. So, and then so angsty. So yes. L A was pretty much just like a tour of like yeah, all the places just, that yeah, Father John Daniel Misty has written about. Yeah, we went to the Thirsty Crow. <laughs> and no, nothing good ever happens to the Thirsty Crow. <laughs> 
Yeah. Is that, is that where but, you and Steven had a fight? <laughs> no, but that was where, what was Prince French or whatever his name was, that guy's Prince, name? I think it was Princess James or something like that. Yeah, it was, and he it was, was just like, he kept singing songs that they sounded like, I thought it was one song, I thought it was like TNT, <laughs> but then it was like Jumpin' Jack Flash. <laughs> it was just like, it was awful. He was so bad. Oh, man. And then, um, yeah. But, but yeah, we met that girl at the, uh, the country store in Laurel Canyon. Uh, her name was Heather. And then, um, yeah, we talked about Floyd, Virginia, because she was from Roanoke or something okay, like that. Yeah. She's yeah. like, she's like, yeah, I know about Floyd, <coughs> she, but she didn't know about the country store. I couldn't. Yeah, she, I she'd been there. She she'd been there before, <laughs> yeah. but she didn't know about the Friday night jamboree. I'm like, yeah, how she do you didn't not know about that? that. I was like, Travesty. Yeah, I know. It's like you live in Roanoke. I mean, they're not too far. So. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. Haters are gonna say it's fake. Yeah, haters uh, gonna say it's fake. <laughs> I think she's <laughs> she's lying. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, Virginia's a great little place. I like Virginia. Yeah. Like, there's a lot. Of, uh, I think Virginia kind of gets overlooked a little bit. It's for lovers. It is. It yeah. is for lovers. <laughs> Probably what, why we overlook it. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in Virginia, like uh, when I was going to Iceland in March, we had to drive up to Baltimore to fly oh, out yeah. of Baltimore. We stopped in Virginia and like went to the rest stop or something, and then the sign said Virginia's for lovers, and I was like, then what are we doing here? <laughs> <Cow>. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to like stir it up, you know. Uh, yeah, one of those grenades. Grenade. Just like, hey, we're having an okay time. How about we not? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, uh. your your thing just fell off, and I thought it was a mouse. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. Yeah. My oh. uh, check one two yeah. one two. Mm-hmm. We're still good. Crazy. Yeah. Is there so? Uh, is there a fit? Fa- oh, go ahead, Steven. No, you go ahead. Sorry, what was you gonna say? Oh, no. is there a favorite? From the ones that you posted here on the on the drop. Um, oh, please, oh. let's see. All my let's poems see. are my favorite, Daniel. Oh, I mean, of course, <laughs> conceded much. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, no, I would say, you know, <laughs> I don't know that I've written a favorite yet. Um, I feel like there's gonna be one day I'm gonna write this poem and be like, all right, I can stop writing now. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What's your, what's your favorite? Poem oh ever. God, don't ask is it, I, is I, it? Oh wait, I know what it is. It's the art of losing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> what's the one by Robert Frost? Oh, uh, <laughs> Two roads to yeah, <laughs> and I took Ooh. the one less travel. <laughs> one less travel. Good. I cannot even right now. <laughs> uh, hashtag R.I.P. Frost. Yeah. Sorry. But who, who are some of your favorite people? Oh gosh, um, probably some. Of me, I guess the people I've referenced in talking today. Um, mm-hmm. I do love Mary Oliver. Um, William Carlos Williams was probably pretty um, influential. Influential, but yeah. uh, like a pivotal moment for me mm-hmm. in that because up until then I had kind of written just a lot of abstract poetry like and dealing with crying black tears. That was a favorite. Of oh mine. God! Yeah, <laughs> did you see that? Someone. I don't think I ever saw it. That I was on my remember. Zanga page. <laughs> yeah, I think I just remember you talking about it one time. I was like, uh, yeah, scourge, scourge, scourge. Trying to think there. I, you know, I was having a conversation the other day with someone about how it, it's so easy. E- everyone's writing now, and mm-hmm. that is a, it's a great thing. But unfortunately, I mean, there are so many good poets out there that it's hard right. to really say, oh, you know, this is one of my favorites. But um, yeah. and it's really easy um, to self-publish and or just start posting your poetry on Instagram. Sure. And before you know it, you get published. And wow, um, is, is that your dream? Uh, no, I am <laughs> not technologically savvy. I was recently yeah. told that I need to have a Twitter handle. Oh really? Um, and it's been pretty overwhelming trying to figure out what that's gonna be. You have nah, a publisher. You gotta go. You gotta go with Tumblr. That's the way to go. Yeah, get a Tumblr. 
don't know. Yeah, Tumblr's where you, where you need to post. Professor poetry. Arcadia said that I needed to get on Twitter. And get a Twitter? I'm pretty terrified because I don't even know how to tweet. Twit. Well, I don't know. Oh, it's, just like putting a, it's just <laughs> like I putting a, a, a Facebook status, but you don't have to worry about like people's profiles and then people yeah. um, like posting, like repost. I mean, I guess, yeah, you can't retweet stuff, so I don't know. Yeah. It's I just not know. as a... Uh, yeah. Twitter's like, better. I like Twitter better than yeah, Facebook. Like I'll I'll get like irritated with all social media, but I'll always keep Twitter for whatever reason. Like I'll I'll get irritated with like Facebook and just deactivate it or Instagram and like un uninstall the app or whatever. But like I'll always like even when I like go ghost mode online, mm. I'm still on That's Twitter. Thing. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So like Twitter's old faithful. Yeah, it's just it, I don't know. You can kind of it seems like you can kind of control like what you see for the most part. Like you just don't just yeah. not. Just yeah. close your eyes, Daniel. It's yeah, just that's how it's, I control it's mostly it. just all it is is just like you just you're putting like a status or like you post something yeah. and then like people just have like it's like kind of like a little thread and like you just comment on it or like just say yeah. stuff back and forth. Yeah, and most most of the people I follow on Twitter are people I don't even know in real life too, and I think that's like yeah. like that's a big draw of like Twitter. And it's, and it's honestly like, that's that's where I find all that's where I find all my news too. It's like yeah. you see something trending and you're like, oh, oh. this guy died. Or you see someone trending and you're like, oh, did he die? But he really didn't die. He's just trending. He's just trending because he's either racist or um, he got caught up in sexual assault or something. Yeah, I see that. Like sexual assault, racist. So Twitter is not part of the fake news. We can trust Twitter. Is that what I'm hearing? I mean, it's some, it's just, some of Twitter it just depends. I mean, some I mean, of it is, but it's it's a lot of it's coming. It's it happens you in real time, so it's kind of yeah. like it's people responding. Like it's not even like the news all the time. It's just people responding in real time. So yeah. they're like, "Oh, this happened" or whatever. So you kind of get like a point of view from like a a real person, I guess, instead of like yeah, and someone pushing an agenda. But you also get that you. too with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think like all like online avenues these days really have the the capacity to be just echo chambers for just like whatever you want to hear, anyways. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just really woke. up to yourself to be woke. <laughs> stay woke. <laughs> stay woke. Hashtag stay woke. Yeah, that's so let's uh, let's get back into the poetry game, the poet zone, <laughs> the poem zone. zone. <laughs> um, can, what else? What, what, yeah, can you read the years of faking it? Is that a bad one to read? Cause uh, it, no. I, I just I was just seeing how it says we live in the years of technology, right. and I've been none of none of these are bad to read. I would have included them. Huh? No, <laughs> no, you can read them all. Mind. You know, yeah, you can read them oh all. Read, read all you want. <laughs> Be here for more than an hour. All right, uh, the years of faking it. Even the house cat was bored this morning, but let the yellow finch be. It had fallen from the nest, taking up space between our porch column and roof. I thought, that's one way to get rid of the problem, and I was grateful. Even the smallest deaths are reminders that everything around me still moves. I told mother we have new growth in the yard, earth on earth. She asked, isn't it just dirt? And I say, no, it's more like carpet with a machine that decides when it rains. I tried telling her we live in the years of technology. She laughed and said, I call it the years of faking it. Is that Lisa Beebe? (laughs) (laughs) I've only got one mother. (laughs) Again, though, you're confusing the writer with the speaker. Uh, (laughs) I don't have a cat either. (laughs) Oh, that's true. That's true. I was just hearing Lisa Beebe saying that. Right? It's just dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
No, that is actually a direct line from my mother. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, sounds like Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> so what she, do you said, she said we're living in the years of technology. <laughs> the story, yeah, the brief story behind this, uh-huh. uh, because I actually don't like to delve too much into interpretation yeah. of films. But the, the brief story is, um, we had some, so we could we moved into a house in 2013, um, and they had put pine straw over the front yard, and so obviously when the fall comes and the leaves, you know, you rake your leaves, well with it goes all the pine straw. Mm-hmm. So our yard was literally just a just one dirt pile, and so we were told, you know, we need to lay new grass and so we put side down and so I was telling my mother you know how it works and she was like isn't it just dirt <laughs> like well uh, I was like no it's more like carpet with because then we have to you, you have to plug in this sprinkler that you know yeah. waters it like eight times a day and your water bill skyrockets yeah. um yeah. and so that's where the whole part you know essentially it, it rains at my house like eight times a day because I have a machine that is programmed to tell it when to rain so that I can have this grass that I could not have otherwise. Years of technology, I'm telling you, well, what a world. <laughs> so, what is was it the title like? Where's was that that title come from? Or like the years of faking it? Like, what are you referring kind of referring to faking? <laughs> yeah, faking what? That. Uh, I guess that's for the reader to decide. Um, and I'll just let I'll just let that be. <laughs> that's where I'm gonna leave that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can't, like, give any insight, like, on what you, like, kind of get, like, like faking what? I'm not, I'm not too good at interpretation of poetry, you know? I'm not an you artist. Have, yeah, you don't have I, to I be. Do what, like, what do you think it means? <laughs> it's part of the domesticated series, I guess, right? I did faking this domesticated life that, I don't know, that... Yeah, I don't know. Daniel I just, going deep. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's like a tough thing to do. Like I think, like I don't know, like yeah. I mean, I can see like the years we live in the years of technology. I mean, everybody fakes it into a technology these days. Or like the social media aspect is just yeah. You put what you put out there, what you want people to see, or you want you, that you want them to portray you as, and I think that also leads into. Um, you put that out there on Facebook, but you also like you kind of adopt that style of like when you interact with people too, right? Like right. the personal aspect of it too. You kind of put on this front, like, oh, I'm this type of person, and you're like, you're really not. You just can't be yourself anymore. That's one thing I miss. Like, it's just technology's moved so fast. Like, even since the 90s, like, I feel like the the technology in the 90s, I guess even from, I didn't live in the 80s, but even from the 80s, there was probably, like, a drastic change. Like, the internet came up. Sure. It was just yeah. getting started. But still, like, I felt like the 90s was that, that sweet spot. Like, it was just a perfect sweet spot. Conv- yeah, just enough to be convenient, but not yeah. too much to, like, create social problems. Or, yeah. like, anxiety. Becoming or, like, Yeah. So, what do you mean by even the smallest deaths? Are you are you talking about the uh, la petite mort? <laughs> <laughs> are, are we allowed to go there? <laughs> What's the la petite mort? Inform so, me. Steven, the, you got this. And the, and the viewers, <laughs> or the listeners at home. It, it it's uh it translates, it's a French phrase, but it translates to the uh, the little death. Mm. Go on. 
Um, so what that what kind of it means is like I don't know if I can say it, man. It's just, I know, it's just beneficial. <laughs> what? You're gonna have to say something because now he doesn't know. At it's all. when okay, I'll be scientific here. It's they the French like it's a little phrase I was using. I don't know where it actually comes from, but it's called le, le petite mort, and it means the little death, and it means like when you when you uh, have an orgasm, like you oh. have like it's called the the little death or whatever. Oh, because I guess God. just the. Oh, <laughs> I see. I see <laughs> this poem yes, that's now. Not I see the poem <laughs> now. It all makes it. But I don't, it I don't think that's what she meant. It all makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yikes. Uh, uh. Not, that's, 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 that's not what no. I was referring to. That's, but a, bad that's, that's, that's a bad inter- interpretation. <laughs> is it a bad is, inter- interpretation? Yeah, really, though. Is it a bad interpretation? Because yeah, I don't thinking, think it is. Like, I think that's now I'm kind of irritated that I didn't think of it first, you know? I mean, I thought that's what this was. I think just, I thought I Stephen just cracked the code. Like, no, I read I read that, and then I I read that, and I was like, there is. I remembered the phrase, but I couldn't really remember exactly what it was. So I had to. I googled it on my phone. And I was like, oh, because you said the smallest death, but it's the little death or whatever. I was like, I mean, it's right, kind of right. small, well, little, you know. Right, um, and I, I like the word "smallest" there um, for for yeah. how it sounds. Um, but no, I you know I hadn't thought about that when I wrote right. it. Um, but it, again, it's it's a it, it wasn't reference, you know, to to the bird that was that was mentioned and and how um, it, it it's just this overwhelming sense in this poem that you know even even this bird you know that's you know beautiful and and you know annoying has taken up residency in, in my home and you know I want to get rid of it um, you know so if the house if the cat could just do it that would be awesome um, you know and how sometimes you know deaths of things are. Reminders that um, you know life is still moving and, and it still moves on and, and it's maybe twisted to think of it that way, but that's kind of where I was going with that. But um, I might like your interpretation better, Stephen. <laughs> uh, I, I just I I didn't really like I'm not I wasn't really thinking about it in the whole like scheme of the whole poem. I just the kind of the phrase the smallest death. I just was kind of like just just goofing, but I mean <laughs> if if you can take it from that, whatever. <laughs> Wonderful. Is it wonderful? <laughs> it's wonderful. So I guess let's uh, we can jump into another one. Yeah, we would do probably like one or two more. Uh, or that's good. I think there are only three more. So okay, <laughs> I'll pick let's, two out of the three. Well, let's do them all. You know, we got we got yeah time yeah. Let's do them all. I mean, we're we're at like forty six minutes right now. Okay, I just want I don't want the advertisers to lose their spot. Nah, so. that's oh, okay. No. We can always um, yeah. They're, they're pretty cool about everything. All right, we'll, we'll do a short one. Um, just do them all. <laughs> okay. No, we'll do them all. Uh, all right, this is probably my oldest poem. Well, I, I mean, actually, I know it is. Oh, oldest written. Um, so don't judge my uh, elementary skills. Was it like uh, when you were like 14 and listening to like all like that emo emo music? <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't like. I'm not gonna date. This. Yeah, you didn't listen to the emo music when you were 14. You listened to like. Like Nickelback or something, Fuel right. or something. Like yeah. <laughs> Evanescence. Oh my gosh. You know Evanescence is still touring? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's still touring with like I'll Lindsay probably. Sterling. <laughs> really? <laughs> who? Buck Cherry. How, how does one listen to Lindsay Sterling? Like when you go see her in a concert? I don't, like, I don't does know she who actually that is. S- Who is that? She plays like 
the, the violin. violin, but it's like techno rock violin. Uh, I don't think, ooh. does she actually sing? I don't think she sings. No, she doesn't. Like she's, she actually, it's kind of weird. She actually came to a Spanged Island one time. I didn't see her, but one, like another guy went and saw, but she's like ridiculously good at <laughs> yeah, violin, but she does. And she also dances too, I think. Yeah. And yeah, she, really she does these videos, but it's like, yeah, it's like her playing like electric violin. Right. And then she's like, like EDM music sometimes. Yeah, like I EDM, run to like, it. Yeah. Like I mean, tech, pretty, techno music. And then she's like doing these odd. like weird dances. But she's kinda she's kinda cool. It's kinda like and she's she's like she's really cute. Like she's an attractive lady, I think. I don't know. But uh <laughs> I mean not that that matters to anything. I just thought I'd throw that out let's there. Not, let's not be but, sexist on, on the yeah. show. Sorry, I'm a I'm a chauvinist pig. <laughs> a male chauvinist pig. All right, sorry. Well, let's get into the poem. My bad. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Nightshade. She said, I can't remember the last time it rained so hard that it broke through the awning. I watched as she closed the window, and there was a crack in the sill that hadn't been there before. She told me to follow her into the kitchen, where she would show me the proper way to peel a tomato. She asked if I knew how to make the skin fall off, and I shook my head no. She said, you have to bruise it first, and she beat the blush red cheek. Sorry for the dead air. I'm just rereading all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was it was kind of it was short. Some yeah, yeah, I'm no, looking no, no, at no. it too. Just yeah, this like the skin fall off. I mean, just it's talking about a tomato, but you. I mean, the imagery. I'm or just I'm, makes. Just the phrase like skin fall off it makes you think of a human. It does. Yeah, it does. it's just no. like, and then when it talks about uh, you have to bruise it first, and I guess like like skin falling off, and then you think about uh, other than a human, and you think about like maybe like a uh, caterpillar and a chrysalis. <laughs> and it's, and it's caterpillar. Not the caterpillar. But it, uh, just probably the reaction I should have to a human, but I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like a, like a caterpillar is. And falls off, and it's like reborn right. or like rebirth yeah. or like a snake. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Snakes aren't very like endearing. They don't <laughs> like, in, like I don't know, deserve like I don't know. Yeah, but Steve, Steve, what do, what do you got to say about this? <laughs> I I don't know. Like I I'm not very good at like interpreting poems. So I don't know. I mean I. I feel like there's either, like, there's, I kind of feel like there's two people I could guess who it was about, but, yeah, but then, that's about it. Like, 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 food, food and eating in poetry is, is always, like, super symbolic, mm-hmm. like, like, this idea of, like, communion, and just, like, nourishment in life, and, like, continuation of life, and it's, if you've got, like, an older person showing a younger person how to do something it seems like there's no yeah. right or wrong answer yeah i mean, <laughs> yeah, not try to like crack crack the code which is uh, i don't know what a lot of people try to do with poetry yeah they always try to they, do poetry they do stuff. yeah like, that's kind of how poetry kind of feels sometimes well i like think it's like it's, this it's indicative of like life you know yeah. people are given something and they want to figure it out right and and that's the thing i think why people struggle with poetry is that they figure they they read it right. once and they're like I have oh, no idea what this, this is means. what it is, yeah, right? Or, right. or they don't, and so yeah. they they get frustrated yeah. and they 
like my mother will yeah. say like what's that mean i don't understand it well yeah read it again it's, and, it's and like reading it's like reading a book again or reading the, um or watching a movie again like you you pick up things sure each time right. you read it and like so i mean when it's not so much about like i don't I don't write to be understood. I write to evoke an emotion. And what I write about may not be the emotion that you pick up on. Like, like you know, Stephen's interpretation or, you know, what he gleaned from the previous poem was not what I meant at all. Yeah. But you know what? Like, yeah. I like it, actually. Right. And it's so, you know, I, I just hope that, you know, did you pick up on an emotion in the poem? You know, did you... Because, you know, I am I love words. I'm, I'm very specific with the words I choose. Um and, and so, you know, there are certain words in this poem that I hope, you know, evoke some kind of feeling for you. Um, and if, if, if I've done that, then to me, um, you know, I've done my job. Yeah. I, what's it, so what's the, I don't really get the, uh, the nightshade. Like, why is it called nightshade? Because it doesn't yeah, what's, really. What's the, t- the title, I guess? Is, the title's yeah. a tough part there for um, me as well. Kind of sounds we're, talk, like we're talking the about to- tomatoes. Not nightshades, <laughs> yeah. Are, are not, also, are nightshades poisonous? Night Nightshades are, to, a tomato is a nightshade. Oh, a tomato is a nightshade. Oh, there's, oh. A to, there's a, actually a tomato called a nightshade? Oh, I'm stupid, well, God. <laughs> I know. Why didn't you Google that? <laughs> I was like, your nightshade, like, what, what nightshade. does that have to do with a tomato? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was a, a nightshade So is that like a, that's like a species of tomato or like a type of tomato? It's... Um, it's a species, yes. Um, but it's it's another name for like, kind of like a family, I guess, of plants. Uh, a nightshade. Family. Um, yeah. So, and I just remember reading about it because I, I remember, um, you know, I th- this the small the incident of of being asked that I know the way to peel that actually you know that happened, um, and I, I obviously I didn't want to you know call a poem a tomato or something. Um. <coughs> But I think a lot of times, you know, again, I, I love words and, and I'll, I'll, I'll pick one word and I'll, and I'll kind of look into the history or the origin of the word. Um, and so I think I, I probably went you know, and looked at tomatoes or whatnot and um, I stumbled across the word nightshade. And it's so evocative in itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the word night and shade. And um, so I just thought that kind of reading that first as a title kind of centers the tone or, or sets the stage for where I was wanting to go with this. Yeah, I can, I, can, <clears throat> I mean the the way I read into it, it's like it's, um, it it kind of it kind of does more provoke an emotion than actually have like a, I feel like any meaning meaning because it's kind of written the way it's written is to me it's like kind of just simple, it's just kind of like simplistic but like it 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 provokes like a more of an emotion like what I feel from it is uh like it's like a mother or like a grandmother like kind of like are showing like a their kid or their like grandchild how to like peel a tomato but also i can see the kind of like the frustration from from the the grandma or the mother's standpoint of view like do you know how to peel a tomato and you're like uh sheepishly you kind of like no and there's like well you gotta bruise it first (laughs) (laughs) and just this kind of that i don't know just it, I, for some reason, it it kind of reminds me of our grandmother. I don't know. <clears throat> was she was she was she the one, or was it was it? Mo- I mean, it's either mom or her. I love like, I love how Steven's approach. Like, oh, I think I know what this is. That's because people do that again. Yeah. They you know imagine being oh my gosh imagine being in a round table with all these yeah. strangers who read your poem and um, you know people look at you or they ask you know. 
what what happened to you? Yeah, do you I know. need to go to therapy? Mm-hmm. You need to see someone. Yeah. I'm like, why? Why are you assuming it's me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe I mean, I'm writing from. I mean, I can make this up. You know? Yeah, that's an interesting thing too. Like, Maybe um, I'm asking too many questions. Sorry. No, 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 Steve. I think it's good. But are we um, live right now? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you ever write from like another person's perspective? I do. Yeah, and. I think a lot of like my my own frustrations about ever trying to like write something or create something like a narrative or something is is like um, this like kind of desire like to want to have like authenticity mm-hmm. and like to be able just to recount like a, uh, an experience I've already had mm-hmm. and yeah I don't I don't it's like I kind of just get hung up on that and just like struggle with like well I don't think this is very interesting or this isn't what I want it to be and like I'd rather it be something else and like. If I could just write from a perspective that, or somebody else's perspective, or like uh, like a made-up perspective, I don't know. Is it, is it like easier to write that way a lot of times, or, or um, does I, it feel less authentic? It or, does. I was gonna say, if yeah. you're going for for me at least, if I'm going yeah. for authenticity, then I tend to write what I know. But I do yeah. see what you say because a lot of times I'll write something and think, no, no one cares about that. But yeah, yeah. Um, so then I try to think. Um, so then I, I shift my focus to the words I use mm-hmm. again. And I try to say, okay, if I have felt this, then at some point someone else has. And right. so how I craft it is how it will, you know, speak to others and, and they can respond to me in, in you know, a conversation like we're having. Um, but yeah, when I do switch to someone's point of view, I, there's a bit more quote unquote research that I think uh-huh. goes into it. Cause you want to not necessarily like it's cause it's not like you're, you know, creating a story yeah. or, you know, some kind of history based on that person, which would be, which would be harder. Um, but yeah, there's a sense of, you know, I want to get this right so that, you know, yeah. someone who reads it is not only bored, but they're like, this yeah. is made up. This is you feel like people do that more, like less so with poetry, like poetry is more personal, whereas like something like, um, like, like novels or, 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 uh, like music ex- it's like those those types of um, written work, like those tend to be like less about the writer, maybe. Um, I or just like like poetry seems to be more personal for the most part, I guess. It does, but that doesn't always mean it's just someone putting their emotion on paper. Yeah. Um, a lot of poets, you know, will go spend residencies, you know. Um, in other places or, or move, you know, somewhere for a while and just immerse themselves in like that lifestyle and in that land. Um, Gabrielle, she's got a last name I can't pronounce. Um, I think she went down to like Mississippi um, and down like deep South and um, just like immerse herself in the culture there and wrote um, just like these poems, like based on the history. And it was just incredible, but it was, her own personal spin on it mm-hmm. um, but it was still historical right um you know and, and like i said a lot of you know poets who get grants or whatnot will, yeah. will go spend residencies and um so i don't know i don't know if that answered the question yeah. but no that's uh, interesting it brought up like another thought like uh i guess like talking about grants and like uh residencies and stuff like where is where does like with something like poetry like where does money fit into that Mm. Like compensation, yeah. <laughs> compensation for the art. Not like, a lot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, you have to. I mean, essentially, you know. It's, I mean, you got to support yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, definitely it's like, not a career that's going to bring you any money. I mean, yeah. it's uh, as a writer, I I think it's not comical, but uh-huh. um, I just I I 
people, you know, want to charge for this and right. people don't appreciate it. So they're not going to pay for it. Right. You know, right. um, I mean, it's, you know, which is, I mean, so, so for me, you know, like on a side note, like yeah. I want to get my MFA. I, my, my goal is to teach, um, you know, yeah, college, right. college, yeah. but the, I don't, I don't see my, 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 my big break coming from the right. book. I'm going to get published. There's, there's, uh, the guy, one of the guys, he was like the poet laureate mm-hmm. uh, at one point. He, I think his name starts, it's like Billy something. Um, but he, Oh, what's his last yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know like, what I'm talking about? Yeah, though? I do, yeah. Yeah, but he was like, he was like a poet laureate, but like he was always, he's always been like a teacher at like a mm-hmm. community college mm-hmm. or whatever. And like that, I don't I remember reading him like while I was going to community college and just being like, ooh, I want to be like this guy. Yeah. Like he just, like. No, why can't I think of his name? Yeah. I don't know, what was his last name? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, Google. <laughs> but, yeah, like he, yeah. Like the, the teaching thing is, is always, like I've always kind of like bounced around that idea. Like, I just a lot of the the most influential people I've ever met were like people I met like at a community college or at the like the university level and stuff. Just mm-hmm. just the position they're in. And Billy Collins. Oh my Billy gosh. Collins. That That's so who it painful. is. Yeah, I was waiting for you to find out. Well, like, it was funny because like yeah. I was, when you said Billy, I was like, yeah, he yeah, he has a name. Yeah, and Billy. I was thinking Phil Collins, but yeah. not Phil Collins. Billy yeah. Collins. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. I kept thinking like Billy Crudup. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, I know that's not Billy, his name. Billy, Billy. But yeah, Billy's like he was the poet laureate, but he still like taught at like community colleges and stuff. And like you still, you like, you still got to have like a side hustle. And then a lot of like the most famous um, poets, like people like T.S. Eliot, like mm-hmm. he worked at like a bank like forty hours a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, and William Carlos Williams, I think, was an yeah. attorney. Yeah, like I mean, all, yeah. like a lot of these like these people that are like renowned poets, they all had these. Like poetry was not they didn't just write poetry right. and stuff like they did all these other things to like supplement like uh the ability to just create um yeah i mean th- that's kind of like where you're at would you say i mean i mean yeah i mean right, like, i remember <laughs> you telling me that one time like you were talking about like you were just working a lot or something and i said something or the, i think we were trying to like watch game of thrones or mm-hmm. something like that and then then when we, we came over and uh, me and johnny were over there and we were watching game of thrones and you're just Talking and have about a hashtag Blue Rock Pizza. Yeah, yeah, Blue Rock Pizza. And you, you said something about like, <laughs> shout out sponsor. like, like, do, like doing these jobs that you don't like so that you can do what you do like and stuff. Yeah. And, and yeah, like Brandon, Brandon uh, of White Blaze uh, Marketing and uh, T- T- Tawana uh, Mountain Runners. Sorry, Tia <laughs> Water <laughs> Mountain Runners. Yeah, but he's he's said like the same thing to me, like to you know suffer through like the eight to five or or all, whatever odd jobs you got to work to like make yeah. your, your passion like happen and stuff and like yeah, just got a lot of admiration for you too, oh, and, and just like any yeah, just anybody that does that like just kind of suffers through it. Like I mean, I I. I have a hard time just suffering through it just to do yeah. nothing at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. And then I feel, guilty. I feel guilty about that. Like, I wish, you know, I just suffer through the 8 to 5 and then I just get off work and I'm just like, I hate everything. And it's <laughs> like, I don't know, just, I've got a lot of admiration for, for all you go yeah. hearts out there. They're like, I mean, this, hard, this, I is, to work. this is kind of the whole thing about, that's what I kind of like best about this podcast is like, yeah, yeah actually, it yeah, gives yeah, us yeah. like, it gives us a chance to create because, yeah, I mean, exactly. I just, I'm pretty much like we're just working like kind of like almost a nine to five too, and it's just monotonous doing the same thing every day, yeah. and just driving thirty minutes up into the desert, and it just gets old. So yeah. this kind of like is an opportunity to like just, I mean, it, create, even though it's just talking, something. yeah, yeah, just to create some. 
Yeah. Steven, I really appreciate your passion, by the way. Like, the, like especially, like, the first two weeks of this, like, you were just like, oh, I can't wait till, like, Sunday. Or, like, dude, dude, Sunday is, like, we're on. And then and then that, that one Sunday when I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll do the pod at, like, this time or whatever. And then, like, I kind of was, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't know, I just didn't, didn't think you were, like, super hyped about it. But you were really hyped about it. And then I was, like, late getting, signing on. And, like, I I don't think I've ever seen Steven that furious and it scared me it scared me like Dude, I, was scared. I wasn't that f- I wasn't a, that no 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 no. it's okay like it just it I thought reminds. it was pretty I was pretty calm I just had a very <laughs> stern choice of words yeah, that, that I should have w- used no no that was the that was the I can hear this story and it's what's going yeah. on no, we'll talk about like, it after <laughs> yeah but no like it just yeah but I just I really appreciate your passion for this and and it's really good for me too like it's it's, it's inspired me to like I don't want to get more serious about things that I really want to do. And, um, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe that's like, maybe, uh, maybe that is, I don't know. I thought I was pretty like, I mean, I was, I used to some bad choice of words. No, Steven, I was irritated. I wasn't like, I wasn't angry. I wasn't angry. Like I was, I was very irritated. But I think Jessica, I think Jessica's probably seen me worse or maybe, maybe being quiet about it and like, just lashing out, like with being calm about it. Maybe that's worse. But Je- I think Jess has seen me worse. Like one time, I like, I uh, this is this podcast is a serious thing, and I took it lightly. <laughs> do you remember? Do you and remember I the time when I it. when I had to pick up um, Rebecca from uh, her classes or whatever after uh, I got off work? Vaguely, vaguely, I remember you weren't. I yeah. must have blocked it out. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah, but, hand- but Becca, Rebecca's a whole other thing. <laughs> She's podcast. also another She's poem that can evoke some <laughs> crazy emotion. Okay. Uh, yes, she uh, could be a guest on the show later. I just, talk I just a, remember talking about healthcare in America. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> I just remember. Um, I remember like Jessica told me, so I can't pick up Je- Becca today. So can you pick her up? I just got done working a shift at Chick Fil A in Ashboro. And then Another I had to pick I had to pick Becca up in uh, what was it called? Uh, she was like all the way up there near Brown Summit. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So like, and you told me to pick her up, and then so I just because Becca didn't have a phone or something. I don't know something was going on. <laughs> oh, so man. I drive all the way up there, and I'm looking around for. Her. I'm like, where is she at? And then I get a call from Hannah, and Hannah's like, did I? Did you just pass me? I think I just saw you. I was like, yeah. She's like, I picked up Becca. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> oh man. I think I, I just blocked this story out. <laughs> I was oh, so man. mad. I called. I called you up. Like I was driving down like the road, and because I was so ticked off, like I was just like, "Dude, I drove up here wasting my time, my gas," and <laughs> I was just honking on the horn, beating oh, the horn, and then, and then I called Jessica up, Jessica up, and I, I uh, <laughs> gave her a pep talk, and. <laughs> Uh, you know, that one doesn't stand out to me, but another pep talk you gave me really stands out. Um, uh, it, it's when I came back from my own personal journey. Um, 40 days in the wilderness. Yeah, we won't go there, though. We'll just uh, I don't, leave I don't it at that. I remember that one. I think I only said one thing to you there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all it took. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of stuck with me. <laughs> 14 sorry, years like, ago. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah. Uh, I mean, like I, I said, I'll, elephant I'll, never forgets. I just uh, kind of blessed her out or something because like it was but I mean it was it was all misunderstanding like Jess didn't know Hannah was picking it up or whatever and it was just I I'm know, sure I was, was told by our mother to call you I don't think I would have just done that I was just blaming on Becca I'm 
<laughs> no, there's just a bad. There's bad communication yeah. around there, and I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't. I, I reacted in a terrible way, but I just remember going home and there was bricks in the yard that me and Jonathan had uh, like put up for like we were jumping like a bike or whatever, and these two cinder blocks, and I just went out there to the cinder blocks like right as I got in my truck, and I just crashed them, and I was like, ah, going what? crazy. You know? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, See, I, I mean, just... I'm pretty calm, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Daniel, you're telling me yeah. you thought and he was then mad. The, uh, <laughs> then sometimes the uh sometimes the rage just comes out, man. I mean, I can't yeah. help it, dude. I've been oppressed my whole life. I've had I got six sisters been picked on, yeah. you know, bullied. Yeah. He's number what number are you again? Four or five? I, yeah, I never know because we had this weird, you know, yeah. family thing. I was I'm one like, and two. It's kinda weird. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm like four and five, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Middle, that's that's part of the problem. We yeah. don't know our, our, our sibling order. <laughs> well, it, no, I know the sibling order, but you, it's depending. Well, right. Yeah. I'm, I know. Uh, right. I'd say I'm, I'm four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is, is the glass half full or is it half uh, empty? I don't know. Uh, cool. Yeah. Way. Anyway. But anyways, yeah, no, I remember that too. The time you came back from the road trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll call it. I don't know. I was just very. Uh, I was young then, and I was. I took offense to it. But oh, even yes. like that's. It's kind of a weird. That was kind of a weird time. Like, as much as it sounds like, it kind of sounds. Down. This is kind of like going off subject, but as much as it kind of sounds like dark. Like, I kind of, I kind of enjoyed that moment. <laughs> I, that sounds that sounds terrible. Like when you were like when you when you had left or whatever. Like when you uh, took the road trip. <laughs> I it was it was like a moment of kind of like like we didn't like seeing like dad and mom or whatever. And like it was almost kind of like a, a like a tragedy of like seeing like like uh, a parent go through that with their child. But also, it kind of like I don't know. There's something about just being. There's something about being. It made. You, it kind of made you feel alive. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Does that sound dark? I don't know. <laughs> no, because even the smallest deaths remind you yeah. that everything still moves. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it really. It sounds really kind of terrible, but I just rem- I remember that it was just kind of. It was such. Yeah. A, it it seemed like it was only like two weeks. Like that's short, <laughs> but it seemed like it seemed like forever, man. It was just yeah. kind of like I just I don't know. Look, things just aren't, you know, it's fun when I'm not around. I know. I get it. I, I get it. Yeah. I was letting you all see how truly terrible yeah. your life could be without me. Yeah, but this is, this can be, a, this is all, like, this is all another podcast we can get in. I know, right? We got to life stop. and not, you know, I don't want to tell too much, you know. Right. Save, save for that. I'm pretty sure I actually detail. have a poem. I've got a poem about that trip, actually. Yeah. I, I just really? didn't include it. So sorry. That's okay. I mean, honestly, like, the, all the pictures you had... I know. So like we're cool. so we're so great. Like and then I'll, honestly, like <laughs> looking at those pictures, like all the pictures you had, because you you guys didn't you, was it it wasn't on a digital camera, was it was it was it on film or was it? We well we bought this little disposable. Remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy, yes. Yeah. And I mean we we must have had like four packets of yeah. pictures, which I mean it's not crap time, but again it was two weeks, right. and I think we went we had what was like what twenty seven pictures on a disposable. We yeah. had like four of them, right. and it, um, that honestly kind of inspired me like to like when it <laughs> when I saw those pictures and stuff like 
That was That's totally what I said. There's like pictures. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was one. Like, oh, documented this oh thing. you want to see the pictures though, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> there was one. I mean, it's like, awesome that there are pictures. That's awesome. There was one. That's cool. Like, that's what kind of inspired, honestly, like to buy like disposables when I went on the road trip, like with, yeah, that was with a brandy. It turned out really well. Hannah and uh, Daniel. Like, I don't know. Just looking at that, like, when you, since you went on the road trip, that kind of like, and it almost kind of, like made it it was kind of cool too i was like yeah it was kind of bad i mean it was kind of like it looked it kind of felt bad for for right, da- like dad in this situation having, but yeah. hey man she gotta go on a road trip dude i'm like right. i want to do that Ooh, road trip? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i knew my parents would never let me go or pay for it so i just did it myself yeah just what you gotta do family on yeah. god okay i gotta stop i gotta stop all right gotta stop <laughs> bring this back in <laughs> what'd you say I was going to say, I found me a guy that could afford it. <laughs> yikes, yikes. <laughs> skirt, skirt, skirt. <laughs> Edit that. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut that out. <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, okay. well, I guess this has been another great episode of The Stories Don't End. I mean, she's got to read the other poems, dude, bro. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel so bad. No, There's just, still two. I'll just read one yeah. more, and then we'll end. Because yeah. it, it'll be a decent one to end on. They're all decent. Yeah. They're all they're all oh, more that, than decent, so actually. Cute, They've Daniel, all been really good. So nice, so. oh. yep. Okay. Uh, this one is called Feather. Um, sorry, I'm going to get to it. Cause I, unfortunately, I can't recite my own poetry. I know it's so sad. So judge me. Um. Most people still read their own, though, right? Don't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 They do. Um, or they ad lib. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not yeah. there yet. Okay. Uh, feather. I was a grateful child. I felt like my bones held together with the stuff feathers were made of. I was happy that if I wanted to, I could have flown away. Every morning in the summer, I woke to the same bird song. When I recall my greatest shortcomings, I count the part where I never learned its name. I grew up in one afternoon. I think the air stopped moving while I let something else carry me, like a feather above the fray. I was happy that if I wanted to, I could have flown away. Wow. <laughs> Obligatory wow from Daniel. Yep. I'll edit out the dead space so it sounds like oh, we, were, we were ready to roll like right after. Uh, you should <laughs> start playing like Oscar music that like, you know, yeah. plays me off because I'm going too long or something. Yeah. I feel like like even though this is entitled Feather, it's a very heavy poem. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a feathered pillow. <laughs> like, a yeah. feathered blanket. I mean, I can, I see this one, like, uh, this one to me is like, I mean, I, we grew up under the same house, so I kind of, <laughs> it's yeah. like, I, I don't know, like, growing up in, in our house and, like, being, like, out there in the country and stuff was, like, I don't know, that, like, during the summers, summers were awesome, man. Like, they were, like, <laughs> as, a, as a child, especially, like, a homeschooled child. <laughs> <laughs> you got, like, an like, extra long summer. Yeah, you got, like, an extra long summer. Uh, like I really like the part here where it says every morning in the summer I woke up to the same bird song, and 
I mean, that just reminds me of being a kid and just waking up every day. And, like, I don't know, like, our air conditioner would not be working. So, like, our windows would be open. So, you would just hear, like, birds, like, blasting, like, every morning. And then you'd get up and you'd go outside. And, and like, you weren't allowed to watch TV. You could only read books and, like, play outside. So, we'd always... We'd always dig like huge holes in the backyard. <laughs> yes. Like I remember <laughs> I wanted to dig, dig a pole in my backyard. Once yeah. I just want to <laughs> dig like the biggest hole you can dig. And you just, you dig until you hit like the rocks that, that cover the septic tank. Yeah. <laughs> and then your dad comes outside and says, hey, you guys got to stop. Or you're going to mess it up. <laughs> and then, and yeah. then you don't, you don't fill it back in. And then there's just like a giant hole in your yard that you guys like covered up with like uh, magnolia tree branches. And then like you, r- you run through the yard and then like, Hoping somebody forgets about it, so like somebody will fall in it. It'll be like some Disney movie, like Swiss Family Robinson or something. Yeah, yeah. I remember. That's a good one. I remember doing that. Like I don't know, there's just something about a child, like or like just doing, going and chopping down a tree. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah, just yeah, so yeah. pointless, man. It, yeah. It's like you just you're taking like, a life. Like you just like yeah, exactly. That's a tree, man. Like, let's cut it down because you had this idea. Like me and Brandon did it one time. We had this idea. Like, dude, we're gonna build a log cabin. Yeah. <laughs> we cut, we chopped down this tree, but we're so stupid that we chopped down the tree and it was between like 50 other trees. So when it fell, it just fell on another tree and we never got it down. Yeah, we, just, like, we just killed we just killed someone. We just killed a tree and laid it over. Yeah, like cutting down trees, digging holes and like setting fires. Like that's that's like the prim- like what I did for like I don't know. Yeah, dude, I just as a kid, Xbox. man, you just you just wreak havoc. I remember one time me and Leah, for some reason, we thought it was a good idea. We, me and Leah for a while there, we were like, we were so mischievous. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Jess remembers this or anything, but one time we were down there near the uh, where the lawnmower was at, and there was a bunch of sawdust at the building <laughs> where the lawnmower was parked. And so I had this great idea. I was like, dude, let's put sawdust in the gas tank. Oh my goodness! Are you serious? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Why did y'all think that was okay? I do remember that. Oh my, my father, gosh. my father came home, dude, and he was he was so mad. Why would y'all do that? Oh my goodness! Like, that wasn't mischievous. That was that downright was, evil. Yeah, that was just destruction. How do yeah, you? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't I don't understand. Like maybe I'm just an evil person. Like I also remember this one time when this is gonna go off subject, but I remember this other time. This was like, I was probably like 16 years old, so mm-hmm. this was just being stupid. So it was outside of our uh, Hannah's room. There was, uh, uh, it was like Hannah and Becca's room. There was, um, yeah, because we, we shared, like, there was like five people to our room. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling someone that story today. Like three of us in one bed. Yeah. So, uh, so Hannah's, outside of Hannah's room was there's this, there's rock, like the rock for the, uh, the fake rock for the, um, like the, the well, we- yeah. the well, mm-hmm. and it was at night, and I was riding my bike, and I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna scare Hannah or Rebecca, and I'm gonna drive." So I drove the bike, and I threw the bike into the rock, because I've done it before. Like I threw the bike into the rock, and the rock just pops off, and it makes a really loud sound. <laughs> but this time, I was riding my bike up there, and then I just threw the bike and got off, jumped off the bike. It hits the rock. The rock goes flying off. But it also cracks the pipe, and water shoots up 20 feet in there, I swear. <laughs> 20 feet. It's like a water fan, like, shh. And then I'm just like, oh, my God. And I'm screaming, like, Dad, Daddy. And I'm just sitting there, like, wet, muddy. 
just watching this thing. And he's like, what did you do? And then he goes off and turns the water off. And then I'm just sitting there like, I think I'm just crying. Like, I didn't mean to. And, and then he's just, yeah. What did you even know, tell man. him you did? I mean, did you tell him you actually threw the bike? Or did you just say I just wrecked into it? I, I think I told him the truth. I don't, <laughs> oh. I don't know. We should ask him. Like, Your next guest just, should probably be my father. I just, I don't know. Baby. He probably doesn't remember that. He doesn't even remember my birthday. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Your dad no, I don't know. I'll I, I just give him. He like Sometimes he'll, it's funny. Like He doesn't remember the ages and stuff, but I don't remember his age all the time either. And it's yeah. not it's like he's got like 20 kids, so it's like, you know. Yeah, he's he's begotten a lot of sons and daughters. Uh, he's, got, he's got four sons, actually. Not a lot. <laughs> no, he has more daughters. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can see our childhood and that, like, especially the summers, too. The summers were always great. But, yeah. Awesome. Well, cheers. Well, cool, though. I think there's just one left. We don't have to read it. No, we can just, I mean, we can read the last one just to complete the series. Complete the series. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Ghost Children. Where the kids play, I want a tunnel of grassy knees. The sun swinging low like a saxophone in a playground sky. Unbroken pony loose in their yard, I need the fence mended. After dark, hide and seek is a first handshake with terror. Between a path and big rocked creek hinge their way of seeing, the way to discern fallen from felt, a log in a body. Where I see a brick house crumble, foot-beaten fields choked on briars, I mourn their loss. Where the kids play, I want them back. I like this one a lot. I'm really glad that you actually read it instead of just ending it. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Yeah, that one. I that like the, sax- the, the imagery, imagery of a saxophone. It's common to the dolls. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone plays a solo on the saxophone. Yeah. And then um, an unbroken pony. Maybe a wild Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Uh, and then the, uh, the fences, I need the fences mended. Sorry to throw it back to Frost, but doesn't he have a, he's got a poem about, he does good, talk about good, good neighbors. Yes, good, good fences make good neighbors. Um, but like this actually happened. The, there was a, a pony that lived near our house that uh, got out and uh, scared us kids because yeah. he would just run. And it was uh, Paul, Paul Allen's Paul barn Allen. up there, man. We used to sneak into his barn all the time. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this one, like, this actually, this one kind of hits home a lot. Like, this is, this is not really for me this is not hard to interpret like no. yeah this was this is kind of like our childhood yeah. um, i think i think a lot of people could relate to this one in their childhood though too yeah. like the um the hide and seek or first handshake with terror like just playing hide and seek like like late at night with a big group oh of my people. gosh yeah like that's oh, that's dude. one of like the funnest things you could do oh, like yeah. as a kid right. it's like hey let's play hide and seek like that was our thing. hey like our parents won't <laughs> leave church well let's go hide in all the classrooms yeah, and, like, yeah it's but, like we play hide and go seek in the we played outside in that the big yard between mm-hmm. like our houses and and uh then there always someone would get hurt, like someone mm-hmm. would stop yeah. that, someone would yeah. step on some bob wire or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What was that what was that one time we were pr- we were playing we were doing something and I think we were out back going to, and also the the big rock, that mm-hmm. place we called Big Rock and uh, mm-hmm. I think we were back there or something and 
or in like one of that Mr. Milliken or whatever that guy's name was, his his uh, cow fields. Yeah. And I think Brandon had got hurt. Oh, yeah. And uh, I remember like Sue was on her way there. <laughs> I just remember like Brandon's got like a cut and he's crying. He's like, and she comes and he's like, nurse, I need a nurse. Because <laughs> Sue was like, Sue was like a CNA or a nurse yeah. or whatever. Like I don't, I, I don't even know. He's like, I need a nurse. <laughs> oh my gosh, Brandon uh, was always breaking or hurting something. Yeah. Usually after doing what Adam dared him to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nah, that was it. Was always a good time when Adam came up. Like. Yeah. And always get into trouble stuff. Uh-huh. But yeah, just a poem written. Um, I don't know about things that aren't there anymore hence the ghost children Mm -hmm. sad Sad. (laughs) nostalgia (laughs) way to end on that note (laughs) well thanks for coming on Jessica Moore uh, poet yeah Um, keep keep us updated on uh, on on your work with your MFA and and future poetry as well let us know how your publishing Goes. Maybe you'll have me back on when I am yeah. co-ed laureate for uh, for the United States our, of America. Our great United States of America. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Good luck on that, and uh, good luck in Scotland. Maybe I'll maybe I'll meet you out there. I really want to go back to do some yeah. hiking in a kilt. In a kilt. <laughs> yes, that'd be very cool. Never been there. I'd like to check it out. Oh, yeah. well, we'll have to go uh, next year. I was gonna say year, uh, after July Fourth. That's what I'm going. Yeah, 2019. Awesome. Well, too oh, cool. Uh, thank you for having me. Thanks. Thanks for yeah. coming on the show. This has been uh, Stories Don't End with Babe Lord and Cowboy Daniel. <laughs> Thanks.